friends. Welcome back to Maya, my yoga audio. I'm your host, Megan Morgan, and it's time, a great time for your mind and your body to be on the mat. So today we're back with a wonderful new interview segment with my friend, Mariah Miles. Mariah and I met several years ago through, surprise, surprise, yoga, when she attended one of my local classes um, after a recommendation from some friends. And the rest, as they say, is her story. Mariah and I, at one point, were teaching local, in-person, art, movement, and yoga classes together. And we were lovingly trying to figure out where we fit in into this great big world and specifically in the wellness world. And we have an exciting update for you all and for Mariah. You all know I started this podcast two years ago, and now Mariah is here to share more about her developments over the last few years, including launching her own company called Positive Life Juice Market, which is a Black-owned small family juice bar concept that offers cold-pressed juices and smoothies and is working towards doing bowls and other healthy food that is lovingly made from fresh local ingredients and from sustainable farmers. Mariah, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful to be in your presence, Megan, as always, and just being in front of your community and with your community. So thank you for that. You're welcome. And I'm going to let people know we're we're in studio once again. We've been doing so many remote sessions um, over the internet, <laughs> so to speak. And Mariah and I are actually sitting down together for this one. So it's doubly exciting for us to be together and, and feeling safe and, and comforted by each other's presence as we were used to pre-pandemic. So that's a hopeful sign, I think, for all of us. Um, Mariah, before we dive into Positive Life Juice Market, I wondered if you would tell our listeners a bit about you, who you are, what your interests are, how you spend your time working and playing, and what place do yoga, meditation, and conversation have in your life? Thank you. So let's see a little bit about my background. I am a body-oriented associate psychotherapist, so I have a master's in counseling psychology with an emphasis in marriage and family therapy. I have a background in education. I've worked with people, humans of all ages, um, and I find the most connection when I'm connecting with others in that way. I am also an ordained minister of earthways and practices of of healing, of deep healing work, utilizing the earth. That's something that's been really grounding for me. As well as um, I'm a trained yoga and meditation teacher, and I'm sure that's not a surprise to everybody. Um, And I've recently completed an integrative medicine for mental health practitioners. So um, I learned a lot more, a deeper dive into nutrition and digestion and overall gut health. Um, So that was really exciting. And most importantly, besides just being a spiritual being, I am a mama to two beautifully spirited children who are are just joys to be around and really keep me grounded um, and growing. 
And to answer your other questions, uh, so like I said, I am trained in yoga um, in the Hatha practice uh, under Iyengar as well as Yin. Um, I started or I was introduced to yoga and meditation. I want to say when I was in 10th grade, I was probably like 15. I was actually going to a Catholic private school, which seems a little odd if I think about it, that I was, I took this class um, for Eastern philosophy, I believe it was called. I'm not exactly sure the title. That was many moons ago, but it was there where I felt like the light bulb had gone on. And um, on the third floor of our school, there was this what I look at as a meditation room, but it was probably like a small church or prayer space. We had cushions. And I remember that was the first time I was sitting in stillness intentionally. Um, And and that resonates, but um, I think that was my first introduction to that. But since then, I eventually created my own practice with yoga throughout the years, especially beneficial when I had children. It was the most grounding thing. Uh, meditation and yoga for me and I I think that's (laughs) I think that's where I've landed with that yeah you got it I know I tend to ask multiple questions and prompts (laughs) because thoughts come to me as I'm forming things I'm like oh and tell us about this so thank you for that and I wondered if we could go back a little bit when you and I last talked Um, comprehensively. You were finishing up a year of teaching high school during the height of the pandemic, raising your own beautiful children, of course, on top of going to school yourself. And you had done a recent and pretty major cleanse. And I wondered if you'd expand on that a little bit and, and tell us about that time and how it contributed towards where you are in life now. Yeah. I have to pause on that one because a couple of years ago, I think we were all struggling, right? Through the pandemic, there's this, you know, new unknown. Um, And I was overwhelmed. It was extremely overwhelmed with my position working full-time. That was the first time I held a full-time position since having my children. So that was already something I was working on. And so then I added more layers. I'm in school and, I'm still trying to figure things out, but pandemic hits and I get to breathe. And I'm, I like, for me, I was excited to stay home. I needed that time because in my spirit and in my soul and in my body, I like to be easeful and I like to do things slow. And I think as humans, that's what we all need. And so I needed that pause to reset, Um, but I was still overwhelmed and stressed and I was regrouping and I was like, man, something has to give. I don't feel like quote unquote myself and the things that were nourishing me before, the things that I utilized as self-care weren't working. And so for me not to be able to be fully present in each moment felt like I was falling off my path and I needed more guidance and I needed to reconnect to spirit in a new way. So enter this idea that started sparking with within me, which was you need to fast. And that was the message I, I kept getting. And I started 
really sitting with that idea of what does that mean for me to fast and what does that look like? What will that look like for my family and my lifestyle? What is the purpose of this? Um, and from there, I decided after I got real comfortable with it, I decided that my mind was made up and I fasted, water fasted for 30 days and accompanied with some herbs. So I did a lot of research on that. I'm a big researcher. And once I found what I thought was going to work for me, I went with it. Um, I was very disciplined about it and I set my intention and I prayed tremendously. You know, I trust that spirit has got me and this is what I need to do. I was struggling so much that I couldn't even, I felt like I couldn't connect in the way with other people the way that I, I love to and that I meant to. And that to me right there was another light bulb going off. Like, hey, something something needs to give. Mm-hmm. I want to continue on that thread of what you just kind of started for us there. Um, I think you received a pretty clear vision of positive life juice market, or at least some form of it during your cleanse. And that also during or shortly after that time, you came to like a new level in, in love, like your love life and in business. And I wondered if you'd tell us both, tell us about both of those developments and how things kind of unfolded with your realizations through the cleanse. Yeah. So when you fast or when you cleanse, your body is freed up, right? We're no longer utilizing the energy that we're putting forth to digest our food. And so that energy is now going towards your healing. And that healing could be physical, it could be emotional, it could be mental, it could be spiritual. It's like all your quadrants are sparked up and stuff comes out. So it's not just that you're cleansing and fasting, it's also that you need to be aware of in other ways that you're being supported. And I was still so overwhelmed by what was happening around me that even though I was feeling this emotional release, I had pushed my partner, my boyfriend. I said, you know, hey, this isn't working. Um, but once I finished the cleanse and I had that time to regroup, we were able to reconnect in a different way. I had started collecting um, recipes that I was creating. Um, I was juicing a lot for my kids. I was buying a lot more raw, fresh fruits and vegetables. We were already, you know, I have already been vegan for over a decade, but it was a shift in what I was looking at um, and offering the kids. They were always kind of ate healthy in that way, but it was more like we need to prioritize this. This is the, the nutrients that you need right now. And it was from there that those little seeds started to spark. And then I ended up going on, I guess, my own type of journey. I went to Mexico and I, you know, was kind of traveling around in the cenotes and, you know, just being in that ocean. And I realized every time I travel, I'm looking for, you know, plant-based way, plant-based restaurants or, or people like-minded or, you know, um, places where I can eat and feel uplifted and like like this is life 
And two things happened to me when I was on that trip. I had this realization that, oh, what are you doing? Yeah, this makes sense. You are all about well-being and wholeness and the whole person. You have to incorporate nutrition into your profession and your offerings to the community. Um, So that sparked that, that added to the seeds. And then my other aha moment was, that's my dude, you know, that's my partner, that's my ride or die. I'm working through something heavy, but I can work through it with him. You know, like the emotions that come up of the overwhelm, I don't have to push people away. I don't have to allow myself to be so triggered. I need to figure out what it is. And it's really when I get to sit and in that discomfort and be still with myself in that way that I offered and allowed myself to do that I can be connected to the truth of what is inherently me. That was amazing. That was amazing. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that. I think I kind of got lost in the moment there listening to you. And I think that's something so many of us look for, whether we look at like, I mean, we're not talking about this as like a diet, but I think a lot of women in particular and um, just because of diet culture, we're like, I'm going to get a whole new life if I just eat this and and lose weight and then go back to what I was Mm -hmm. doing before. And what I'm getting, what I'm hearing out of what you're saying is more about recognizing who you really are and and how you really want to live and the ways you really want to live and then how you can then share it with others so that they too can learn more about themselves. And for me, that's the the essence of yoga. When I finally did teacher training was like, I can't not do this and not share it with someone else who even if they get a fraction of what I got, it's worth, you know, sharing that. Oh, Mm -hmm. exactly. That's amazing. I wanted to speak on the, on the cleanses because I think it was last year, it was either early this year or last year I did the one day, the 24 hour cleanse. And I was like, I love this. This was awesome. And I I had so much courage. I'm like, I can do this. I can do this. And then more more recently, uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I want to say, I did the three day cleanse with your juices and they are delicious. And I actually didn't feel um, hungry. The one thing, and I followed your advice because I read through the instructions and everything that you gave with me, um, that if you do feel hungry, to go ahead and have some raw fruit or vegetables or, you know, just try to keep it as raw as possible. And so for us for dinner, that's what would happen. I was like, I just feel like sitting down also with my partner to be able to like physically eat something rather than just drink juice. So I would just do that. And he was very supportive in Mm -hmm. that. I was like, you want to do it too? He's like, no, (laughs) (laughs) but he was very supportive in doing me doing the juicing. And it did feel great. The third day, the last half of the third day was a a challenge. I was like, okay, I feel like I've gotten what I needed out of Uh this, but I still completed it. It just took, I actually had a hard time continuing to drink that day. I finished the last juice the following morning. Mm -hmm. I just was like, I think I was just clearing out and I just needed to. Did you feel satiated or did you feel like, oftentimes when I do juice cleanses, Mm -hmm. I, I, five, six juices is a lot for me. Yeah. But some people need more of it, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's interesting. That's what I felt like. I was like, oh, I've had enough now. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, but I'm not finishing, but I did just, 
the next morning. I just to get the last one yeah. down, I felt like I'd had enough juice. It's hard to explain. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it wasn't because they tasted bad or anything. It was great. And I liked the way it was structured because you did the beginner, the intermediate, and the advanced. Mm-hmm. So the the beginner ones are so bright and colorful and they're a little <laughs> bit sweet and you're just like, oh, lots of fruits. And then the second day gets a little greener and the third day gets a little greener, but like none of them taste bad. Yeah. <laughs> so you it's just- It's okay, it's, an, it's intense, it's advanced. It's advanced yeah. for a reason, yeah. Yeah, but it's, I mean, I've been drinking smoothies mm-hmm. for a long time. Um, so I feel like I'm used to that, having lots of greens. For people who are not accustomed to a lot of greens, do the 24 hours even do the intermediate like build your way up to the third day i feel like that might take some adjustments but again like none of them to me were awful so um and the best part was i did feel great i was energetic i was excited um it led me to believe i could do a longer fast if i felt the need to and be successful as well as feel good like the three days was probably my limit but i was like oh at least i could do this for the three days yeah and then maybe if i'd added in more raw fruits and vegetables like not just once a day mm-hmm. then maybe that would have been better but it was very positive but I wondered if you would share some of the things you've learned because you were I know you're research oriented and I know even before you went into your um, long fast you did a lot of learning um, about herbs and the juices and the tr- nutrition that kind of paved the way towards launching this as a business that prioritizes um, health And yeah, what are some of the things you learned about what people need? Well, everyone's different. So I think that it's really important that we figure out how we need to eat for our bodies, for our biochemistry. And it's super difficult because in our society, we're more supported to the dis-ease, right? Um, And so that makes it hard for us to change because just like our thoughts and our beliefs those conditions beliefs that we get when we're a child we also are modeled how we're going to eat at that same time and so we may not know what is right for our bodies and what we need i mean i was never taught that in school and i feel like that is so beneficial to our overall well-being and in into health and we're doing deep healing work right now and we need to figure out what that looks like for us on an individual level and so that's something i like to support people with is the whole person right so it's the holistic human what does that mean um so some of the things that i'm constantly looking at is um, we have three brains technically so we got you know our our brain in our head and our heart is like a brain and our gut health, our gut is a brain. And interesting enough, even though we do like 90% of our our actions through our, our unconscious brain, right? Our heart pumps more blood to our brain. So imagine if we had that openness and expansiveness, how we can shift our thought process just through that and what that would look like to not just connect with ourself or with food, but with our community, with society, with the world. Um, and then the third brain, which is our gut, it it totally rules our mood. So that's a lot why it's like, okay, yes, incorporate at least one juice every single day because it floods your body with those nutrients and flushes out things that, 
you know, don't need to be in there. Um, and that's just like on a cellular level of cleansing yourself and supporting yourself. Um, some other things that, I mean, I'm really a kind of, I don't know if this is PC, but I geek out on gut, like gut health and those kind of things. And I think about not only does your gut support your mood and how you feel and how you show up. However, it also has a very thin lining towards where 70% of your immunity is. And if you have leaky gut syndrome, like an autoimmune disease, rheumatoid arthritis, um, you know, they're even saying maybe ADHD comes from leaky gut syndrome. So these are all things that we need to think of. So if that thin layer is broken and you're having this leaky gut entering your immunity, you're not feeling well. Your mood isn't feeling well. You that leads to de depression, and you know all that overwhelming stress is like, how are you showing? How could you show up for yourself? And if you're not showing up for yourself, how can you show up for for your family, for your friends, for your community? And it always comes back to that for me, for that piece right there, right? We need to show up for each other and that starts by showing up for ourselves. And so it's really hard to change that lifestyle. Like you said, you know, this isn't a diet. The only time that this would be looked at as a diet is if you were trying to cleanse yourself out or you were in a deep healing process because you had an autoimmune disease or you were clearing out your gut. You know, we've been eating, a lot of us, I would say if we're living in this society, we have not been eating well our whole life. So there's a time where we're cleaning out our gut and then that is like a diet. But once we've passed that, this is a lifestyle. And we might fall back into those patterns just like we fall back into those conditioned beliefs because that's so ingrained, not just in our experience, our lived experience, but also epigenetically. So our, our DNA from like, I, I am Mariah, born of um, my mother, Karen, and grandmother, Clara, and I carry them inside of me literally in my cells so i'm clearing out all that stuff too and i think that that's really important in our healing process and we can have all of this knowledge we can do all of this research it's the impl in implementing it into our lifestyle and finding the support and the reason why people kind of fall out of that is because they don't have the support systems, right? Are people around you eating like that? Are they kind of shaming you? You know, so can you even afford healthy food? I mean, we live in Sacramento, but it, it baffles me because it's called the farm to fork sit capital, but it's a food desert in so many ways. So, I mean, those are all things to consider. Um, I can go on and on about this. Um, but I mean, it's just like literally food for thought, right? And so um, my 14-year-old daughter, she makes her own juices and her own smoothies. And we come up with recipes together and she she has that know, that knowing, right? And I think it kind of starts there. I actually was at um, a store yesterday, a grocery store, and there was a mother and a daughter. Her daughter was probably like eight. And she told the daughter, hey, why don't you go get those mini... Um, bell peppers. I love those mini bell peppers, right? And I was like, Ooh, in my head, I was thinking, yeah, I love mini bell peppers too. And I'm just like, you know, observing. I'm a, I'm a watcher. Um, I'm a listener. Not in a creepy way, but like, okay, maybe it's a creepy way. No. Um, so they went over to, to check out these bell peppers. And then the mom said, oh, not the organic ones. Let's go see if they have conventional ones. And it was in that moment 
that I thought, oh, this is a teachable moment. Light bulb on. Eight-year-old goes, or maybe she's not eight. In my mind, she's eight, okay? I, I don't know. But she goes, oh, mom, what's organic? And, she, and mom says, more expensive. So it's that moment where I'm like, this is where we teach our kids. Yes, organic is more expensive, but what is organic? You know, like you don't have to eat everything organic, but that's a teachable moment. And I I feel like that's how we give our children the tools. Our children, they're they're amazing and they soaking up, they're soaking up everything. Just imagine what what they could be doing later on if they had this knowledge like i feel like in our life you could look back once you when once something clicks you could be like oh that's when the light bulb went on oh and there's another time you know when that person said this that was the light bulb and we keep getting these messages from spirit and it's like how are we showing up to make sure you know that we're walking that walk I'm wondering now when I heard that, because I don't want to like make the mom wrong, but thinking about that example of, like you said, a teachable moment and the things that kids pick up without the full understanding. And to probably be honest, maybe not, not the mom either. That might be how she understands it. That's true. What kinds of things keep you up at night? Yeah. <laughs> like thinking this is probably one of those <laughs> things, knowing how much you care about children and families and communities and what are some of the things that help you to sleep more soundly also okay this particular thing didn't keep me up at night but it definitely made me think "Uh uh-huh yeah that's why I'm doing this so you know we all walk in different spaces in our community and when we hear one thing we can share it with another we can connect some with somebody more deeply on it on the, the next part Um, the next time we interact with them. So some of the things that keep me up are what's next, the creation, right? The whispers that spirit gives me, um, thinking about like this. So I, and for a few weeks now, I haven't been sleeping as well, just because I'm like, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for this feeling that, you know, it's like, um, you know, that something is growing and I feel like I've given birth and like, or I'm about to, and it's just like, I'm so excited, you know? Like, I I, I don't know, but that is what, you know, kind of keeps me up and, and what helps me sleep soundly is sunshine. Like I'm a California girl through and through, um, I, second generation, no. <laughs> so, there's you know sunshine hydration i love me some water everyone should be drinking at least half their body weight in water um nutrition so eating some good food self-inquiry um the more that i'm not numbing myself out and we don't just numb ourselves out with netflix we numb ourselves out with so many different things right food could be one of them too and Um, So when I'm checking myself in that way, laughter um, helps me sleep well, movements. I'm really big into, you know, yoga, Pilates, walking, hiking, being in nature. Nature fills me like like nothing else. Um, Community and family, my partner, 
Um, I won't get explicit. Love making, you know, you got <laughs> yeah. You you have to experience that um, dancing, cooking. You know, these are all things that just bring me such deep joy. Singing really loudly sometimes when no one's around and when people are around. So that's something. <laughs> and I'm an artist, like a, I'm just a, a curious creative. So I'm making different things, you know, um, and those are, those are grounding and things that keep me up. So let's talk about vision. Uh, it's one of the things you and I talk about a lot, whether we're awake or asleep or meditating. And what is what is your vision? What are you thinking about? What's the secret to a good life? Or your, your good life, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everyone's life experience is different, right? Yeah, so um, my vision every night before I go to sleep, I ask, show me what I need to see. You know, what is it that I need to know? And sometimes I remember. And sometimes I have to keep asking why I need to listen harder. Um, what's been a, a secret for my good life? Gratitude. And holding on to that gratitude, I'm creating the intention and really kind of doing the work so that my vision with not just the, the juice market, but the overall offering for the community will be realized. And I see a space where I am joyful because I'm walking my purpose, nourishing others in that way that I do, in that way that I have been created to do, and that I love to do. Um, I see lots of laughter and joy and people feeling comfortable in a space where they can be themselves. Um, community offerings, community enrichment, engagement. You hear the theme? Community. Uh, I love community because that's where we thrive. Humans aren't meant to be by themselves. And there are times, especially as I'm older and I've been doing my work, that I go into my cave, but I always come out for my community because something has flourished and blossomed within me. And I think that that's important. And so every day I wake up in gratitude, even when I'm waking up and I'm feeling like a funk and in a mood, because there are days that that happens, right? I am human and I have to shift my mindset and get my body right. And it is, I'm in gratitude. What is it that I'm grateful for? I go into my deep breathing practice and I need to shift. I need to shift. I need to shift. And we can all shift. There's all ways that we can constantly shift. And that is the secret to my good life. If there's you just told us one or two things, <laughs> but I would like you to tell us another one or two things that you wish everyone could know and believe um, 
whether it's something like factual and actual, like to do with nutrition or something to do with self-limiting beliefs, because I think even as much, just like you said, you're human, you're constantly doing the work. I know I am too. I feel like I sometimes revisit the same path all the time. Um, A lot of yoga offerings and wellness offerings in our sphere, in the wellness sphere, um, kind of promise, and I'm holding up quotation marks to set you free from X, Y, Z. And I'm I'm curious in your experience, what are things you, you wish people would but no, like I said, either factual or actual or just something about the wellness experience um, that you think could help them. It is my belief that we're always going to have these things that we keep facing. And it is the practice of keep showing up for them because it becomes more easeful. And with that knowing maybe it makes it a little easier the next time. But I feel like we all have these deep rooted beliefs about ourselves from childhood or whatever it is that keep becoming layered upon one another. And when they come up, they can be frustrating because it's like you again, (laughs) get out, dude, get out. But no, they're there and they're there for a reason there's something that is stirring inside of you to to look deeper at that gem that maybe somebody didn't notice that part of you that is whole you're whole entirely but there is a gem inside of you that may need to be uncovered because you may have forgotten and perhaps that's why we keep pushing up against the stone right and it's not easy work it's imperative that we do it though. And I, I mean, the struggle's real, it's, the, it's there. Um, and I just hope that everybody, no, I don't hope. I know that you'll get there to remember that gem, you are inherently whole. You are perfect and complete just as you are. We are just working on some things. We're just dusting off the stuff that's been sticking to us, right? I like the way you phrased that. Now we're just dusting off the stuff that's been sticking to us. You're right. It sometimes feels like it's a mosquito that oh, keeps God. coming back and like remembered <laughs> you from when you were 10 at camp. And yeah, that's. I like looking at it in that more lighthearted way because sometimes it's not very lighthearted to be dealing with those repeat offenders. Um, I wanted to have people know where they can find out more about your business, whether it's the juice company or perhaps counseling. I don't know if you want to share about that. I know you started a GoFundMe. You've got a website and an Instagram page, and we'll put those in the show notes and I'll I'll be posting on social media about it too. But if you could just verbally um, let people know all those IDs. Yes, most definitely. So like you said, we did start a GoFundMe. Um, the GoFundMe is in, it's intentionally trying to support us to get a brick and mortar, y'all. We want to be physical space that you can come to and gather and be in presence with one another. You can find me on the gram, IG, um, 
under my personal one is my underscore Mariah, M-O-R-I-A-H. Or for Positive Life, it's at positive spelled out life juice. And we also have a web page, positivelifejuice.my.canva.site. It's a mouthful, but like Megan said, it'll be in the notes. So check that out. I hope to connect with y'all. If you want a juice cleanse, you can go to my website or DM me through Instagram. Do you have an, an email? Do you prefer, do you like to share an email address or? Sure, yeah. Well, my email's on the website, oh, but it, it, yeah, it's just my first and last name at gmail.com for now. That works. Uh, pushing up against the stone, just, you know, <laughs> grinding. I wondered if before we close, you would tell us a little bit more about the juices, just from memory. I know there's like, oh, Frida's saying hello, everybody. <laughs> if you would tell us more about um, the juices themselves, even just from an inspirational point, because I just did them and I can't even remember what's in some of them, but just yeah. some of the ingredients, what they support and, and their, their aim is. Yeah. So a lot of things that I like to look at, especially for the juices, is I think about inflammation and inflammation is caused by stress. How many of y'all got stress in your life? So, you know, I look at pineapple and turmeric or turmeric, however you want to pronounce it. And um, so that's embedded in there. So some of the juices that I know that people love are um, Positive Vibe, which has got your apple, your oranges, got grapefruit, ginger and um, turmeric in it. Then we have one um, that's got like and that's kind of a sweeter one. My son actually really likes that one, but he says, hey, mom, can you, you know, can you uh, take out the turmeric and just put a little bit of ginger up in there? I'm like, all right. Um, <laughs> so it's funny because like when you juice some things, it could be a milder taste as opposed to when you eat it raw. So I have a juice that has uh, cotton candy grapes in there and pear and celery and cucumber and uh, I think uh, some kale and uh, people love that one and it's kind of like milder and sweeter and when you're first starting out with juices especially if you're if your you know lifestyle isn't so clean it's easier to start with the fruitier ones right you're still getting those vegetables in there but um, we do have a menu of sweet treats because my dude, Derek, he loves things that are sweet, hence me. No, I'm just <laughs> But um, so we do have some that are just like fruit juices that are fun. But also we do get, like you were saying, we have Positive Force that's got your collard greens, your Swiss chard, you know, and that's my jam. I prefer bitter, more green ones that don't have really fruit in there. That one does have a green apple in there. Um, and it's summertime, y'all. So I have been juicing seeded watermelons like crazy. They are delicious. I have to bring you one. So good. Refreshing and watermelon is so good for muscle recovery. So if you are at like the gym hardcore or you went for a really hard hike or you just have some like muscle aches, watermelon is so good to revive you. Um, it's great for your muscles, your joints super hydrating 
Um, so these are all things I think about when I'm creating juices. Yes, I want them to taste great. The menu, some of them are sweeter than even for me because this isn't all about me. So <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's kind of, we, we also have a pineapple orange one that that's the sweeter one that's it's pretty tasty. When I make it for myself, I just put like a whole bunch of turmeric in it. But um, I have a um, positive shine, which is a apple, lemon, ginger, cayenne, um, water infused morning cleanser. That yeah, it's like a tonic, right? But it's it's larger, and we start off with that to really get things. Um, going for you get things moving and grooving okay get that waste out um, so those are some of the things and I think that one that you were like oh this one's kind of strong was positive glow which was straight celery and that's hard body for some people you know because it's like it's straight celery y'all like that's you know you got to get more acclimated to that and like my son he doesn't like celery in his juices he can actually like really taste that flavor but he loves to eat a bunch of raw celery so it's again it's creating your palate and over time you start to adjust and need less fruit so i think that's that's about it i hope you all want to try them mm -hmm. <laughs> they were so good yeah you're right that one was it just slowed me down. Like I was like, oh, I can't really drink this very fast. Mm -hmm. I gotta take my time. And I thought, and I love celery. Mm -hmm. I eat it, I blend it, I put it in salads. Richard hates it. <laughs> as soon as it's I stringy. I held it towards him. I was like, oh. do you wanna try this one? He was like, no. <laughs> but I get that. Everybody's got a different palate. Mm -hmm. But I guarantee you, there's gonna be at least one of these juices that you love. The morning one, you're right. I absolutely loved that one and I almost I didn't want to heat it up and wreck the um mm. the nutrients in it but if you're a fan of drinking lemon water in the morning mm. which I am because I just like something hot first thing it reminded me of that but yeah. in a colder juice but it was so refreshing the first two mornings for sure I just got up and gulped it mm -hmm. like I realized I'm so dehydrated even though I'd been drinking juice the whole day yeah. before I was still yeah and that one felt super refreshing and and awakening mm -hmm. so that was the biggest thing was the energy pull for me. I will never forget. It's sort of off topic, but related. Do it, do it. About 15, 10, 15 years ago, I want to say 10, 12 years ago, someone I worked with bought a Vitamix, mm -hmm. brought it to work and was going to make me a smoothie that I would love. And I was like, okay. <laughs> they put an entire head, like a whole package of kale, oh. bananas, grapes and orange it was very simple i think there was like mm -hmm. four ingredients but it included an entire package of kale and i went oh my god this is going to be the most disgusting thing and it wasn't it tasted great and i had energy all day long nice. and that opened my eyes to how beneficial that you know juicing could be or not juicing that was a smoothie mm -hmm. but for me i was blown away by how much energy i had from the yeah. day and i thought oh with juicing you're not going to get all I still felt that yeah. kind of energy from it. So that was amazing to try both. So mm -hmm. people listening, um, like she said, even if you just try one juice a day or a smoothie a day, a way to get more of those nutrients into your um, body, start there. Yeah. Just so you can see how hydrated you really can be because that gives you more energy than just building up on caffeine and you know mm -hmm. the other stimulants that we use to get going in the morning it'll change your life i promise, I promise. and there's no crash right yeah mm -hmm. so or like hyperactivity like i have 
you know, I have coffee still sometimes, but if I have more than one, I start to shake. Oh. That's like yeah. not a good sign. <laughs> so oh, I probably... I'm like curious. I'm like, let's go into therapy <laughs> mode. What's that about? <laughs> Too much caffeine. Like for me as a stimulant, it's, yeah, it's, which probably means I shouldn't be drinking it, but um, I try to balance it out with like the juices and the yeah. smoothies and, and, and eating well we when can I can do, right? Yeah. Is, is try to seek that balance. And, and if we fall off or when we fall off, because there's going to be times to be okay with that mm-hmm. next breath, new start. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's, yeah. that's where it is. Just being kind and compassionate with yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a reminder for me always. Yeah. During that time, actually, it's interesting. I know we were supposed to be winding down, but now other things are occurring to me. When I was doing the juice cleanse, because you're taking it easy, like I was still going for walks, doing gentle yoga, like you said. Um, I'd wait till the evening because it was super hot and Mm. it was not working out during the day. So I'd wait till like the sun was almost down and just go slow and spend a lot more time reading, less time on my phone. Mm. Or if I was, it was like listening to a podcast or Mm -hmm. to gentle music. It was like a reminder that I had to slow down because I wasn't going to have these, you know, huge meals and tons Mm -hmm. of, um, you know, stored, you know, fresh calories to like be fueling, kind of going crazy, you know, and I was still working like I did it over the course of a weekend and one, Mm -hmm. one work day and it was totally okay. So for those of you wondering about that, if you're like going to be well Mm -hmm. enough to work, unless you do like maybe manu- more manual or physical mm-hmm. hard labor um, or you're outdoors during the heat for great periods of time might be some caution or consultation with Mariah yeah. there but other than that I was able to you know work my desktop and, and still do light movements um, and feel really good so yeah it sounds like you were really able to nurture yourself mm-hmm. yeah and listen to what you needed but yeah. that sparks a thought in my head because there's other options, right? We don't, you don't have to do a juice cleanse the whole day. You could juice until dinner time. So that's like four juices and then a, a salad or, mm. you know, I've even done um, juice cleanses for people who have diabetes. And so that I'll, I'll shift what those juices look like. And I might turn one of them into a smoothie and offer a salad. Um, another offering that we have is not just doing a juice cleanse. Maybe there's one juice that you super love. You're like, this is so dope. I need this in my life every day. Then you can, you know, order four of those. Um, yes. (laughs) And, um, so those are other things because you don't have to be cleansing every day, every week, every month. It's just a reset. Right. And so how do, what makes sense in your life and your lifestyle for you to reset? But I would say don't run a marathon while you're juice cleansing because no, (laughs) no rest and recoup, rest and recoup. Yeah. Well, friends, thank you. Join me in thanking Mariah for being today and have a peek out for her on the gram, on the internet, um, for positive life. And I love your logo. By the way, oh, Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, I'm like, (laughs) let me talk about that. So my partner and I, we have the best vibing like sessions when we're talking about business and things. And he's so creative and comes up with these great ideas. And then we're just bouncing off, you know, like we're coming up with the names together, we're coming up with the logos together. And that, that logo speaks to how we support each other just in general with the four helping friends. So, 
Yeah. Wow. I just wanted to add that piece in there. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm having such a fun time. Find me so we can talk more. I know we gotta go. <laughs> it's so good. And go go online just so you can see her logo at the very least. Um, as many of you know, I have a passion for art and design and so does Mariah. She's um, an artist and, and creator in multiple, multiple ways. So I think you'll appreciate the look, the brand that they're building around Positive Life Juice Company. And um, stay tuned. The next episode is going to be all about food. After I did the, uh, the little juice cleanse, it got me thinking about some previous writing I'd done about food. And I know there's been one previous podcast episode where we talked about that. And I expand on that um, a little bit more exploring the history of some traditional quote unquote African-American soul foods and how we can make heartfelt and healthy alternatives to sometimes what um, what can be found and just a little bit of history. It's kind of a fun post. So in the meantime, connect with Mariah on Mariah. Oh no, my underscore Mariah or at Positive Life Juice Company online. I'll put all that stuff in the show notes. And until next time, my friends, it's a great time for your mind and your body to be on the mat, wherever that may be, whether you're practicing yoga, whether you're sitting in silence, whether you're nourishing your body with healthy habits and healthy things, meaning the things that make you feel good and like the highest version of yourself. I hope you'll share this episode with someone who might love to hear Mariah's point of view and more about her business and how they can get involved and enhance their wellness journey. We'll talk to you next time. Be well. Thank you.